It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, where joining us is Rich Harvey from Property Buyer. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast, Rich. Thank you very much, Craig. Pleasure to be on. Well, we're rocking through 2022. I guess Christmas seems like uh, an eternity now because of the amount of people you've probably seen since we last spoke. What are some of the most common mistakes that some home buyers have been making, particularly over probably the last two years during the COVID? We see some home buyers make a lot of mistakes, Craig, particularly at auction. But I'll start with the first one, and that's just a lack of direction and a lack of clarity. A lot of buyers jump onto the real estate portals and they think, I'm just going to buy this home because it looks good. They don't think about their social network. They don't think about the commute to work. They don't think about where their kids are going to school. So what I mean is that lack of research is is a fundamental thing that the buyers must do and create what I call the buyer's brief. Second mistake that a lot of buyers make is they buy before they sell. Now, it depends on the state of the market. You can buy before you sell only when it's a really hot market. And that's the only time. But you don't want to be caught when you've already bought and you're struggling to sell your home because then you're at the mercy of what another buyer may or may not pay for your home. But probably the biggest mistake I see is just becoming emotionally attached to one particular property where a buyer just walks in, falls in love with it. The couple say to each other, oh, darling, we have to have this one. And the agent looks in their eyes and goes, oh, I've got this one. So it's very important to be, and it's hard as a home buyer to be a bit detached, but you've got to understand there'll be another property. If you miss out on this one, there will be another one around the corner. It may not come up tomorrow, but you've got to keep looking and looking. Another mistake we see, Craig, is just really bad negotiation tactics. You know, I've seen some home buyers offer full price for fear of missing out, or they'll rush in at an auction and just offer a really stupid high opening bid, or they just don't know how to bid at an auction. And, and I encourage buyers out there, don't make what I call a frustrated purchase, where you might have been looking for 12 months and you're just over it. You're just completely over it. You go, oh, another Saturday, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> and then you're going to buy the next house you see and regret it. You've got to future-proof your thinking and think, how is this house going to serve me both now and in the future? And I think the other last one uh, mistake we see is just a procrastination and, and a fear of moving house. Let's face it, we've all got junk in the cupboards and we've got to sort it out and we've got to give stuff to the charity bins and, and get rid of the junk and wondering how is our furniture going to fit in the next property. But moving house is a great opportunity to recalibrate. It's just a great opportunity to write a new chapter in your life. And moving forward can be a a really good option. You know, looking at buyer fatigue, I think that has really played into the vendor's hands. I mean, if you're a vendor, if if you own property that you're selling, that's just a sort of an upswing because the prices are being pushed up as a result of that whole buyer fatigue. And sometimes they might only be one property away from getting it for the sort of money that they were expecting, but they hit that sort of point, that absolute ceiling where they've hit the buyer fatigue and they've gone, right, we're just going to buy this at all cost. We have to get out of the market. Are you finding that? Yeah, exactly. And I think for us as buyers agents, we just push through. Like we're we're like a buying coach. You know, we we sort of get on the get on the uh, playing field with them every week, and we're out there and we're commenting and say, look, this one might suit you, but I don't think it's quite the right one. Let's wait till next weekend. And I know there's more coming up, and 
you know, one thing we do, we get an advanced notice of listings and we get access to a lot of off-market opportunities. So we can bring a, a sort of a broader array of properties to our clients. And, and you've got to have faith that one will come up. You know, it's not a matter of just putting all your eggs in one basket and going, I've got to have this one because I've got FOMO and I'm going to miss out. There was a bit of that in particularly during the COVID lockdown periods where there was just such a shortage of stock that people were scrambling over each other and offering, you know, two, three hundred more than the property's really worth. I mean, vendors were super happy because they were getting excessive prices, but the buyers were just going beyond their maximum because they were just so sick of looking and just wanted to be uh, wanted it to be sorted. Boy, I hope we're not looking at any sort of a train wreck, you know, in two years' time in terms of the market because there's, it doesn't bear thinking about in terms of people, you know, if the market starts to swing upward with mortgage rates, those margins, some of them can be very, very skinny between hanging on and selling. Look, generally the market, it goes up, Craig, and it generally doesn't come back that correct that severely. I mean, if you look at what happened during the GFC back in 2009, there was many people stressed out. The market really only corrected for four to sort of 6%. I haven't really ever seen a market where it's dropped 15% where, and, and we've seen widespread, you know, uh, forced selling. So I think that if we see rates rise from, you know, where they are today, where the cash rate's like 0.1%, if we see, you know, mortgage rates getting up to, sorry, the cash rate getting up to another, you know, one and a half to two percent, there will be a bit of pain. Um, but I don't think it's going to be completely break the market. And I'll tell you the reason is this: is that property prices are sticky downward. In other words, people prefer to hang on to their property rather than let the bank sell it from under them. They'll get a second job, you know. And we have full recourse loans in Australia, unlike in the US where they had non-recourse loans. So people don't want to default and it's the last thing they want to do. So people will generally rather, even if the equity, they've lost equity in their home, they're prepared to ride out the cycle. And that's quite an interesting economic phenomenon in Australia. Well, I play devil's advocate and you've sort of backed it up there with some of the more sound judgment. So it's always good to hear both sides. Rich, great to talk and offer some of that sound advice around the property buyer's space. And thank you so much once again for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. My pleasure, Craig. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 